This podcast has been adapted from our YouTube channel. To enjoy the full experience, head to YouTube and search FullBoost.com.au and this podcast title. Jordo, when they said we've got to cover our face, I'm not sure they had this in mind. I don't think I actually look a day older, do I? No, you're a senior anyway. So, Jordo, if you watch the media and you live in Melbourne, game over, man. We are finished. World War Z, zombie apocalypse. So, the last video you put up, Luke, 950 horsepower, naturally aspirated LS motor. LS the world. Why haven't I got an LS? Normally, that's all I wear. I've just got like a whole wardrobe. What is it? LS hoodies this side, t-shirts that side. Actually, I've got one on. There was a lot of confusion. Shop.fullboost.com. Shop.fullboost.com.au. There was a lot of confusion in the video because in this video, you mentioned, you actually do mention- Did you say NA? NA. NA means nitrous assisted. Nitrous assisted. Because in this video, it wasn't that hard to comprehend. You were talking about two different engines and all you're doing was giving a background on the owner and what he's done because he's pretty well known in the LS scene, right? Anyone could have been watching this and seen that the engine was NA, mm. but nitrous assisted. There were so many quotes about the engine being a nitrous, you know, you start second guessing yourself and think, did I make a monumental mistake in this video? So I'm like, geez, I, be I better watch it again. It's already online. I watched it and just went, no. And you know what I thought? I watched like 30 seconds and went, no, I didn't make a mistake. I just had that line from Trump. I love the poorly educated. Is that final power figure without nitrous? Well, because the, the earlier ones were with nitrous. It's not a natural as LS if it's running nitrous. No. So the main confusion is because there was nitrous shown on a completely different car. But what I'm trying to work out is, surely by the time it went to the dyno, even if you were, there was some confusion about this engine, it's pretty obvious on the dyno, especially an engine mm. dyno, there's nothing around the engine. It's very easy to see what's done to it. There's no nitrous mm. anywhere. And it's clearly the engine from the car that we were talking about. I have to agree, while not boosted, nitrous is still chemical supercharging, still a bloody good effort and over 8,000 from a pushrod engine, nice. And everyone's going about the revs, the, the, the engine, we weren't big noting it because it revs to 8, there's plenty of built LS engines that rev to 8. The nitrous engine in that video at the start that I was referring to, that makes like 1400 horsepower. Yeah, and I think the video you did of that, that was revving to like 80, it was higher again, was it? 8,800 8, or something. But this is how dumb it, people, about that. people are. You're not going to be running 770s with 950 horsepower. You're goddamn right. 950 horsepower NA. Doubt it. Opens video and sees nitrous kits right away. Knew it. Closes video. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing you can be so arrogant and so wrong at the same, in the same comment, isn't it? It's, it surprises me too. That, like, say it's a five minute video. 10 seconds in posting comments. <laughs> It's like, we, we, we do a lot of videos up, we can, say you, we upload a video of a car running an 8 second pass and it might, you know, in the video it might run a 9 They don't even finish watching it. These comments is the reason why we started making Bench Talk. Pretty much. So, thanks guys. We actually, when I see these comments, I just go, Bing! Mint. So, uh, speaking of nitrous, check this out. Without doubt, the best cars you can watch are a well-sorted nitrous car. On 
Oh, because it's just like a bomb going off, isn't it? It's just so aggressive. Mm. You know, it sounds like it just goes from 2000 RPM just to red. Every, time, every time you see, you know, a nitrous pass work well, it's just a question of, that's not a, that's not a question of if, it's just a question of when is that engine <laughs> just smashing rods out the side. I don't know, they're, they're so volatile. They're pretty hard on, on components. Meanwhile, Honda K-Series getting 550 horsepower from a 2.7 litre. Bruh. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a pretty streetable engine. Yeah. No, that is unreal. Oh, that's unreal, yeah. Unreal, but let's break a few things down here. They run like big, big, big compression. But well, they're so, also- So does the LS in your video? It does big, run big compression, but it's not running like methanol. No. Or an M5 type nitro-methane mix. They have different fuel overseas, mm. but even beside that, it's like, why do you make these insane comparisons? Bruh. Two completely different engines. Just appreciate for, appreciate it for what it is. I learned the other day a stock LS7 only makes 72 horsepower per litre, 30 more than a CBR250 from 1989. That's a, that's a pretty relevant stat. Smart people. Really, is that why the Ferrari 458 is 4.5 litres and makes 125 horsepower per litre? Horsepower per litre. How's that Memgo? Yeah, you're right. Litres really doesn't matter. Does it? 4.5 makes 5.62 and a 7 litre makes 5.02. Roger Cordy here again. But I thought, you know, I thought about it and thought, hang on, an LS7 makes pretty good torque. I'll look these figures up. An LS7 makes 640 newton metres, the Ferrari motor makes 540 newton metres. Yeah. It's all relative. Horsepower is one number. Yeah. I These know. idiots in their horsepower per litre. But I it's also average power and average torque. But they also think if you have a high revving two litre, say a Honda engine, it's going to make good horsepower per litre. If you then get a, say, a six litre LS motor, they assume it has to make three times mm. the power. You've got to realise too, as engines get bigger, they're not as efficient. It's easier Moving to make... parts, heavier parts. It's easier to make high horsepower per, per cubic inch in a smaller engine. Of course it is. And also like that LS7 we featured, that's making like 600 foot pound of torque at 8,000 RPM. But the, yeah, the horsepower per litre, I, I don't, I've never understood it. I just see it and go, who cares? It also shows you that say a stock LS7 engine isn't stressed to make that power. And then everyone says, why, you know, why does the dyno, why does the dyno run start so late? So but effectively the dyno is simulating, say if you're on the quarter mile and you've got a three speed trans, it's simulating from when you click third. Hmm. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's, it's, it's one not, one. There's no gearbox. Uh, no, but what I mean is it's 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 waiting as if like the torque converter's locked up, and that's hmm. where you're getting. It's all it's simulating is your top end run, because that's pretty much where you're going to probably toast an engine. They're the good old boys. Dallas County deputies under investigation of a drag racing event. The Dallas County Sheriff's Office says that not says that not only was the deputy's participation not authorised, but they only learned about the incident once a video of the race was posted online. So you're telling me the cops were actually in the race? They weren't just watching. No, they ran the two. I think they ran the two squad cars down the quarter mile. On the street or on the track? No, I'm pretty sure it's at the track. It says here that while obviously people in the sheriff's office didn't like it, the reaction from the community is different. We saw it as a sign of positivity based on what we're going on in this country. Exactly. If the cops are bringing people together, considering all the stuff that's happened in the US recently, I mean, don't you sort of want some better relations between the... I know, and even, even you've said here, it's, it's good to see bonding between law enforcement and the community. You wouldn't want to, uh, yeah, you wouldn't want to show a young kid uh, it's safer to do it at the track than um, on the street. I think it's the problem is obviously there wouldn't be any insurance. And the, and the officers didn't get any uh, 
Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. I didn't like get if, permission to do it. If something had happened, it would have been in the SHIT. Someone pointed out that the, uh, this camera has got quad exhaust tips, but from a, from a distance it looked legit and they, they got closer and kind of just thought, well, this isn't quite right. Is that factory? Is it factory? Hmm? Say that again. Is that factory? It's a piece of cardboard with I circles drawn on them. I can't even see. Oh, because I'm blind. Better get a spec savers. Factory spec. <laughs> yeah, but you know the dumb thing is, it wouldn't surprise you to see. But from a distance, you probably would just think it's a some nugget car with four exhaust tips on it. Whoa! And speaking of quality uh, installs, check this out. This is um, that's a quality rear spoiler. I reckon maybe, just maybe, this guy might want to get a ruler or something to sort this out before he starts the job. Maybe, maybe just put a marker down. It's a full Siggy butt brain, that one, isn't it? I mean, not only is How it. How can you be that far off? Not only is it completely. You, you take out a pedestrian on one side of this car, it also looks like it's closer to the rear screen than the end of the boot. It's so far full, it is. <laughs> He's mounted it, yeah, basically in f just behind the rear window. Speaking of weird stuff you see on the road, uh, this was captured on my personal dash cam the other day. It was just turning into a street. I'm like, what the hell? This bloke had done a U-turn mm. and just thought, perfect opportunity. This guy was gutter to gutter. As I saw I thought, he's going to lose it. What do you think happens here? Th then what you don't see on the actual, on the because you can't see it on my camera. He full-on went into a full-blown burnout and final, finally had to create the car. And then saving face, he, he let it off again down the road. Over 15% of fixed speed cameras are turned off and there's no doubt it's cost lives. Cost lives. Saying so on, because they're turned off, they're costing lives. So I'm assuming the road Because they're not getting the letter in the mail two weeks later that's cost another life. So the life. road toll's gone up 15%. Oh, no doubt. It would have had to. No and that's solely based on that. One in five fixed speed cameras have been turned off at any one time over the last two and a half years, a new report has revealed. Shut this off. Shut these all off. An estimated 70,000... Now, 700,000 motorists in Victoria have dodged fines as a result of the inactive cameras. Mm. Staggeringly, at least 10 cap cameras were off for, what is it, two and a half years. I'm not interested in your opinion, just shut it off. The Road Safety Commissioner. The dumb thing is... The if, Commissioner. If Every time I think of the Commissioner. If they didn't release this information, people wouldn't know that. Yes, Commissioner. Some new commissioners taken a new role and said there's no doubt inactive cameras cost lives. Oh, yeah. There has been so many Costing times. I mean, lives, Luke. This would happen to everyone. You drive past and you think, gee, I'm done this time. I ain't getting out of that. And you think a month later, nothing's turned up in the mail. And you're like, how do I get out of that? <laughs> you know, it was pretty clear cut. A Victorian man has staged a final protest of being forced to surrender his customised weapon number plate. Last time we mentioned the guy had his weapon number plates on the Tirana, he's had to hand them back. And oh, the, just, the weapon Tirana plates. Yeah. He just replaced them with standard plates, didn't he? Yeah. For the minute. Yeah, even someone made a comment here that was so offensive that they were a complete non-issue for the many years he had them and only suddenly because an issue was brought to Vic Road's attention, it gets complained. What, what a load of crap. They only allow that many plates out there that only a dyslexic... Say that again. A dyslexic could understand that's actually true. You see a lot of personalised plates and you're like, what does that even mean? Yeah, this perfectly matched plate. Not Kramer style. What a bunch of tools. Ask yeah. man. Proctology. <laughs> oh, okay. The person from Vic Roads that made this decision to pull the plates clearly has mental issues. Remember in the old days before health and safety? Remember when it was called common sense? The issue with this, right? I mean, how much media has there been about it? And I don't, I don't think I've seen anyone, you know, justify it. That will not be... I, want to, I don't want to be a naysayer, but I cannot see that being reversed. Reversed. 
He won't get the plate back. No. And once these decisions are made, it's just final. My parents taught me not to be a moron. Done. I don't understand it because there are, when you think about it, there's heaps of place, plates. If you went to the drags, there's heaps of personalised plates that would, would have a kind of there's similar There's a meaning. lot of plates like that. Mm. So I'm not going to reel them off, but you see them all the time at, at car meets. You're not offended? Be offended. Nothing happens. I see a few people having some personal jibes at you and I in the comment section. They call me Ranger. It's a little hot tip for you guys. I don't think there is one thing you could write in there that, where I would actually be, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm deeply, deeply, deeply offended. I was offended and I have rights. They, but, could, they could call us a ranger. Oh, a ranger, my God. But that, that is offensive. Hey, ringer, ringer. Oh, maybe maybe we should have a protest. Protest, rip some statues down, I don't, I don't know. Gotta do something. How do you make a law about offending people? How do you make it an offense to offend people? Keep bringing those comments in because every time I read them, I'll just give you a love heart. <laughs> Porsche 911 GT2 RS now has 3D printed pistons and it gained 30 horsepower. Horsepower, did you say? Horsepower. It says they're able to reduce the weight of the piston by 10% yeah. and they also integrated a closed cooling duct for improved efficiency. And they said normally how pistons are made, they just physically couldn't create the piston like that. Pretty cool to see technology do that. Yeah. I was at a, a 3D printing place a couple of years ago and they were printing, um, they could print magnesium, titanium, anything. And it, and it had the, it had the uh, box there. And I said, could you print a four-cylinder engine block? And he said, yep. And then I was like, uh, and then he's doing a quick, he goes, look, I'd have to work it out on paper. But he goes, I could do a four-cylinder block and it should weigh about 10 to 12 pounds. The whole block? The block. Mate, wait, baby! But he was saying, yeah, the block would be 50 grand, <laughs> you know. Now, I saw this going around all last week. Or this week, I should say, wrecked in Queensland. Now, there's not that many of these cars on the road, full stop, especially in Australia. There's, I'm sure there's, what, a handful? Yeah, there wouldn't be Some many. Some dude in, was it Queensland? Wrecked this Ferrari F40 on a test drive, apparently. And then, I don't know how true this is, it's saying on there that it wasn't insured. Now, why would you take an F40 on the road if it wasn't insured and then even let someone else drive the car mm. who's not familiar with the car? Yeah, I know. This is crazy. Well, the, the car's crazy. in the trees, it looks pretty bent up. Yeah. An F40? I think there's a lot of people, yeah, who they must drive, they must hop in, you know, anything that's a bit powerful, I guess, and they've just got no experience. Yeah, but they're too over-aggressive with it, too. But that's what I mean. Even like, even if you hop in a car, I'll hop, you hop in a car now and you don't know what it can and can't do, you don't just, you don't just go balls out straight yeah, away, do you? Bloody drop, clutch, rip gears. You just, you know, you just feed it on, you see how the car's going to react to get a bit of a feel, feel for it. I did a Ferrari drive day in the hills out of Sydney, I don't know, a few years back, and they made us sign a, um, I think it had a $10,000 waiver, excess. A car, like, a car like the F40 though, you've got to think about how raw it would be, and um, you know, I've never had the luxury of you know, driving one, but it, I'm sure that the old, uh, I reckon that the power band would just be like a light switch. On off, that's, you know? that's just on off, surely. <laughs> just go from uh, nothing to everything. I have read they're very, very laggy, so that's, that makes things hard to drive, doesn't it? But you, still, but still, if you were taking a Ferrari F40 for a test drive, wouldn't you have a bit of respect for the car? Mm. New cars, Mazda 3, the old Grace Frigetta, the popular Grace Frigetta, I should say. We've had one in the family. Has now released its power figures about the turbo. They're Finally gonna, getting some boost. It's a 2.5 litre and it's going to have 167 kilowatts. Now that's using, obviously... I think it got upgraded. Oh, now it's got, now it's got, oh, yeah, no, got it an update they, they updated the specs because it it's a CX-5. 
and okay. engine and trans. So it's got a, it doesn't have like a fancy box. It's got like a, It's got a normal torque converter auto in it. Yeah. But this is going to be all-wheel drive. I don't know. Every every post I've seen, they haven't actually. No, it says here it's all-wheel drive, conventional all -wheel drive. auto. You'd expect the car to be heavy. Now it's funny. 186 kilowatts, 434 newton meters. That's a lot of torque out of a four-cylinder, right? This thing. Obviously, as soon as you look at it, I looked and went, yeah, it's set up to be a really nice daily driver. It's not, and it, you can even tell by looking at it, it doesn't look like it's meant to be set up as some balls out performance hot hatch. But of course, all the fanboys, as soon as you read any comments, they're just comparing good old horsepower per litre. 2.5 and 186, that, that's junk. If it, the, the, power, <coughs> the power figure, if you were to rev it out, it would fall over a bit, obviously. Yeah, but you can tell straight away. I don't know it's why it's, it's obvious it's not supposed to be like mm -hmm. some track hot hatch thing. It'd be, it's a nice daily commuter. I, I look at it and go, it's obvious they've lifted the engine over Mazda 6 and put it in a Mazda 3. This car wouldn't be light. What I don't get, why don't they put an engine like that in like an MX-5? Something lightweight, real wheel drive. They still reckon it would be too... Uh... Gay! Speaking of hot hatches, the probably the one of the ugliest cars ever made, the Civic Type R. Bruh. Apparently it's going to have, well, who knows, all-wheel drive and 400 horsepower. They're talking about horsepower. Yeah. Horsepower. Updated i30 coming. Good old the uh, Hyundai i30s are actually been a pretty. I've seen quite a few of them on the road to be honest. Yeah. And they've they've got really good reviews from um, journos. They're saying it's getting it an eight because I think that's only been um, available on a manual. Well, they're saying it's getting it's an eight eight sedan. speed um, dual clutch gearbox. So people who can't drive a manual will be able to actually drive one now. Yeah. It currently has two hundred and two kilowatts, and it will probably get an increase. I looked them up too. This is this is front wheel drive. These things weigh fifteen hundred and nine kilos. I was going to say they're that's all, ridiculous. They're all pretty, pretty heavy. Now you couldn't put all wheel drive in that car. You could, but I'm saying it'd be over sixteen hundred plus. Mm. Probably more. What is a, an Evo X way? I, th I think they're that. in the sixteen hundreds. They yeah, they're not. They're not. All these late model cars are because you've got to realise too. Not only do they have a lot more gear in them, you can't compare them in that aspect to say a nineties mm. car. They're also physically big. A hatchback now, compared to a hatchback from the 90s, they're much bigger cars. Yeah, but they've got so many more features and mm. safety and... But you can see why they, even with the fancy materials, mm. I mean, you've got to, they've got to put a lot more things in it, you know. Yeah, but gone are the days of having, say, a car with... No airbags. 220, 250 horsepower that's only weighs like 1250, maybe 1300 kilos. They're just not making cars like that now. Another new car that come out, this Lambo, it's a new Lambo, called a, uh, I think it's a Sian Roadster. Check out the styling of this thing. A Lambo love going to the extremes. It kind of looks like they've just got the typical Lambo and kind of rejigged the kit, but the whole car's different. It's funny, it's a, I was watching this world premiere of this car, but they've already sold out. So they're advertising a world premiere of this car, and all they're making is 19 of them. Surely, 19? Surely all 19 just got sold to a sheik yeah. in, the, in the Emirates or something. It's a symbol of freedom after being in lockdown. This is what the guy was saying. Yeah, because I, I think the people, I think the people who are buying these uh, roads to Lambos, doing it tough in lockdown. Doing it tough in ISO. Doing it tough in ISO. <laughs> they don't know which out of their 19 bedrooms they're going to sleep in that night. Another V8 sedan on the edge of extinction. What's this? The Chrysler, the Chrysler. 300 will continue to be sold in Australia for at least the next one to two years before it's eventually phased out. So that was really... Mm. The Chrysler 300C, they still call it the 300C. That was the only alternative, really, to some people buying them because you can't the, get a hold of them. I don't mind. I actually don't mind them. I reckon 
the updated newer one. Yeah, yeah. They're the, much, much. The, the biggest letdown of that first SRT, the 300, the interior was. Oh, it's so awful. Cheap American. The whole car was cheaply built. Yeah, it but that one, that one is so much better finished off. Yeah, that's and everyone would be like, oh, they have a Sook that you know, say Chrysler's getting rid of it. They get rid of them because no one buys them. No one buys them. They buy like, I see far more of the 6.4, uh, the Jeeps, the Jeep SRTs yeah. on the road, and I always laugh and go. Oh, they're pretty fast. Oh, they're fast, no doubt. But I was thinking, man, they would drink fuel. You see the mum just driving it around. Think, I always think. At the end of the day, if you've got a, doesn't matter what it is. If it's heavy and it's got a lot of power, it's going to use juice. Like, you know, everyone buys those cars, accepts that, and they don't care. Like, it's just funny though, because they're trying to kind of make a car that semi handles, that's got the completely wrong platform to do it. Do it. But it's got all-wheel drive grip. They're, they're bolts off the line, don't they? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're a bullet. Isn't that legal? You got your nose and mouth covered. Can you even breathe in that thing? I'll tell you what, my eyes are killing me. 